Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series titled, Living in a Fast-Paced, Bite-Sized World. In today's world, everybody wants to do things fast and keep things small. Let's let everything be a tweet. But is that the kind of relationship we really need with God? Will that kind of relationship give us the power we need to live victoriously? And we've been studying the parable of the sower and the four types of soil, which could be the wayside, the stony ground, the thorns, and the good ground. The wayside is where we can get lazy. It's easy. You can stroll along. But the stony ground gets a little tougher. It's harder. It slows you down. When you get into the thorns, they can cut into your clothes and cut into your skin and cause you pain. But then if we can reach the good ground where we can reap 30, 60, and 100 fold, that's what we're looking to do. It's all about a relationship with the Lord. Psalm chapter 1 verse 2 says, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. And Mark chapter 4 verses 26 through 29 says, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow, he himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, After that, the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. And yesterday, we mentioned that Reverend Purcell, in a daily devotional, talked about the implanted word of God. He said from James chapter 1, verse 21, we can see that the word of God alone will not save you. The word of God alone will not help you. The word of God alone will not heal you. And the word of God alone will not transform you. It is only the implanted word that is able to do all these things. Implanted means to be planted within. The word has to be planted within you in order to help you, heal you, transform you, and save you. And our point in this series about living in a fast-paced, bite-sized world, that can't be done quickly. Christianity isn't a microwave relationship with God. And the implanted word is a great way to explain the parable of the soils, or what we could call the parable of the good heart. Let's read Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. 
Psalm 1 is simply not a snack or a drive-by. It's every day, day and night, thinking about, talking about, reading, studying, and praying. It takes determination to stay away from the counsel of the ungodly, the path of sinners, and the seat of the scornful. It takes a specific delight, a delight in the law of the Lord. Another way to say it would be a delight in the word of God. Like a farmer's crop, this will not happen overnight. It will take some time. It's not going to be a fast-paced, bite-sized action. It's going to be dedicated and focused time. But fruit will come. And like the tree planted by the rivers of water, that's what it's going to be like. What is the tree doing by the rivers of water? It's drinking. What is it drinking? It's drinking the water. It just so happens, surprise, surprise, that the word of God is likened unto water. In John chapter 4, verse 14, it says, But whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst, but the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. And John chapter 7, verse 38 says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. You see, the rivers of living water are the word of God. So how does it get implanted? Obviously by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing, as it says in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, and meditating, as it says in our text verse in Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, and studying, as it says in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15. Come, come drink of the water of life freely. This is what Revelation chapter 22, verse 17 says. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him who hears say, come, and let him who thirsts come. Whoever desires, let him take the water of life freely. Whoever desires, yes, and that separates the different soils of the hearts. It's the desire, the delight, the thirst, and the hunger. Even the tree understands a few things. Be planted by the river and get through, go in, go forward, go up, dig deep, and drink the water. What will it take to leave the wayside, to cross the stony ground, to get through the thorns and reach the good ground? What will it take for us to hear the word, understand the word, accept the word, keep the word, and bear fruit with patience? It will take a hungry and thirsty heart with deep, strong, and determined roots, just like the tree by the river. Yep, just like a tree planted by the river, even in a fast-paced, bite-sized world. Luke chapter 8, verse 15 says, But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word, with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. I want to read Psalm chapter 1, verses 2 through 3 again. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. So what should we do? We should go in. We should go in from the wayside, through the stony ground, cut down the thorns, and get to the good ground. We should go forward. Forward through what? To go from the wayside, through the stony ground, to get through the thorns to the good ground. What should we go up to? 
Well, we should go up from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, to the good ground. And what should we go deep into? We should go deep from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, and get to that good ground to do whatever it takes to have a good heart that can bear fruit with the blessings of God. Psalm chapter 1, verse 2, But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. You see, the parable of the soils. Since the soil is the heart, then we could say the parable of the heart. And since the seed is the word and the soil is the good heart, we could say the parable of the word in the good heart. So think about it. In today's society, everybody is vying for your attention. The information age has almost taken over our lives minute by minute. And as I said before, actually second by second. Now, with instant messaging, we can have many texts, emails, phone calls, phone messages, alerts, reminders, updates, Facebook status updates, Facebook Messenger messages, Pinterests, news updates, LinkedIn's, Redbox deals, Perks Connect deals, tweets, FaceTimes, blog posts, and the list goes on. It's every second, all day long. And I believe there's an addiction that's trying to take us over. It wants to keep us so busy that we don't have any time for God. Can we actually put the phone on airplane mode and not feel as though we'll miss some kind of life-threatening message we need to hear? And as I mentioned in our first session, God's kingdom does not seem to move as fast as our cell phones. And just looking at the Bible, well, the Bible's not fast-paced or bite-sized. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some faithfulness and self-control and some determination to dig deep to get the water of the word to bear fruit in our lives. You see, the pattern to the parable of the sower, it goes from fast to slow. It goes from the wayside, which is easy moving, and then through the stones, which try to slow you down, then to the thorns, which want to completely stop you. But in order to get to the good ground, you got to remove the rocks, you got to remove the thorns, and you got to plant some seed, and you got to plant some fertilizer, and you got to water it, and it takes time. But in due time, if you're faithful and steady, you will bear fruit. Let's read the parable of the soils again in Luke chapter 8, verses 11 through 15. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, and these have no root who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. And it's evident that the ground is our heart and the seed is the word, and there are four conditions of our heart or the ground that directly impact the fruit that is produced. And it's going to take patience, and that opposes our fast-paced, bite-sized world. We can't limit God by just giving him a couple of minutes a week. So what we've learned is that the parable of the soils is about taking time to prepare our heart. It does not happen automatically. It comes by making decisions and taking the time and the effort to do so. And like Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1 in the Living Bible, it states that maturity is what we're talking about. 
It says, let us stop going over the same old ground again and again, always teaching those first lessons about Christ. Let us go on instead to other things and become mature in our understanding as strong Christians ought to be. And maturity takes time. And the word maturity is used to express time and age. Maturity and spiritual strength do not come from snacks and drive-bys. Relationships do not have any real depth without quality time. And Satan knows this. And if he can bring interruptions, issues, problems, worries, and cares, he can keep us so distracted that we have no time but for snacks and drive-bys with God. Again, this is not healthy. We need good, constant, steady, healthy, all-natural, organic, toxin-free home cooking from God. What will this take? It will take hearing and understanding and the time to grow the field of our hearts into the maturity in Christ. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Well, that completes our series. So we'll start a brand new series tomorrow, same time and same channel. Don't miss it. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.